Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 119. Today we are taking a moment to pause and check in so that you can ask yourself how is my year going so that you can celebrate and forge forward and or appreciate yourself for checking in and then of course course correct if that's what you want to do. So we're almost a quarter of the way through the year and whilst I love living in the moment and I'm very conscious of making the most of every day and not wishing my life away, I'm also ready for some spring weather, longer days and all that comes with late spring, summer and autumn. I'm excited because I'm choosing to believe that the toughest part of the year is behind me and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Whether it's in business or in life, it's great to set goals and have plans, but they're most meaningful when we work alongside them and update them and revise them and track our progress. It's far more helpful to think of them as evolving and changeable and not something set in stone. We want to be agile in our ability to adapt to what's going on around us and overcome obstacles we might not have anticipated. And that's what we're doing today. And if you didn't set any intentions for 2023, if you didn't decide what changes you want to make in your life, if you're thinking, well, I don't know what I want, then it's a great opportunity for you to pause and consciously reflect and think about it and decide. So if you're listening to this podcast at home, please hit pause right now and go and grab a notebook or a journal. And then as you listen to what I talk you through today, I want you to keep hitting pause and do the work as you go. If you're listening whilst you're in the car or out walking, just make a mental note or what I do these days, because making a mental note of anything is pretty much a waste of time, is I just do a screenshot of what's on my phone and then send it to myself as a reminder. I text message and email myself all the time. I'm not sure if anyone else does that. And it's probably not the most effective way to create reminders, but it's working for me right now. Okay. And so we're going to go through a five-step process to check in with ourselves and ask ourselves, how is our year going? And decide what we might want to do more of that's working, what we want to do less of, what we want to stop doing altogether, maybe what we want to start doing. And the five steps are, number one, auditing the different areas of your life. Number two, picking an area that you want to focus on and then evaluating what's working and what's not working. Number three, digging deeper to understand how your subconscious thinking is creating what's working and what's not working and deciding what you can learn from all of that. And then number four, deciding what you want to do differently. And number five, deciding how you can use conscious thinking to help you with what you want to do. Okay, so... When it comes to taking stock and evaluating the different areas of your life, there are many models and frameworks that you can use. I like to think of it from a wellness perspective because it puts more emphasis on how we think and feel about the different areas of our life than a material circumstance, for example. One of the areas that we're looking at is financial wellness. And when we think about financial wellness, the emphasis is on how we feel about our finance, finances. For example, do we feel in control, empowered and resilient, or do we feel out of control 
and fearful. And as you will know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, what we think and feel about things has more significance, has a greater impact on our life than the actual number in our bank account. So the framework I'm using for evaluating our life looks like this. It's broken out into eight areas of wellness. And we have physical wellness, which I consider to be all aspects of your physical health. We have emotional wellness, all aspects of your emotional health. For example, whether you feel able to cope with the ups and downs in life or not. And we have lessons that explore and dig deeper into wellness, into emotional wellness inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. We have intellectual wellness, which is the extent that you are stimulating your brain and using it well. And I don't necessarily think of this as a sort of a brain health perspective. I would put that under physical wellness. But just from the perspective of remembering or reminding ourselves that when we are intellectually stimulated, when we are being more creative, maybe when we're learning a new skill or a new hobby, we tend to open ourselves up to more of life's experiences. And most of us appreciate and enjoy that and consider that a more fulfilled life. The next is social wellness. We're designed to be connected to others and relationships and have a huge impact on our life experience. When you consider social wellness, think of the relationships you have with your friends and your family and your wider circle of connection. Then spiritual wellness. I I was interested to see what Google had to say about this one. So I googled a definition of spiritual wellness. And one that was quite straightforward was spiritual wellness is defined as expanding a sense of purpose and meaning in life, including one's morals and ethics. It may or may not involve religious activities. Environmental wellness, I think of as taking stock and paying attention to your surroundings, your home, your work, desk, your car, your garden. Occupational wellness is how you feel about your work and your work-life balance. Financial wellness is how you feel about your financial situation. I touched on this earlier, but one definition of financial wellness is being financially resilient, confident and empowered. And Google says people who experience financial well-being are less stressed about money and that this in turn has positive effects on their overall mental and physical health and on their relationships. Note that financial wellness is based on how you think and feel about your financial situation more than the amount of money you have in your bank account. Okay, and if you're in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, then um, we have a training that addresses these eight areas of wellness that I just walked you through here. So do a search in the Academy portal for the Making Yourself a Priority class, where we explore how you can manage your life priorities to create more wellness in these different areas of your life. And don't forget to grab the worksheet to help you apply what you learn there. And if you're not in the Academy, then you might want to check out podcast episode 91, where we explore these different areas of emotional wellness in more detail. And if you're curious about your emotional well-being, what we touched on there is one of the eight areas, also check out podcast number 41, which is called Proactive Emotional Health. Okay, so this is where I want you to pause and rank those eight areas of wellness. I want you to rank them a scale of one to 10, considering how you feel about them in your life right now, where 10 is the best it could possibly be and one is the lowest it could be. So the eight areas, again, are physical wellness, emotional wellness, intellectual wellness, social wellness, spiritual wellness, environmental wellness, occupational wellness, and financial wellness. And then I want you to pick one of those eight areas to focus on for our deep dive consideration 
into how your year is going with regards to that particular aspect of your life. If you're struggling to pick one area, then you can, of course, come back and do the work on the other areas should you wish to. But definitely decide which one you would pick if you could only focus on one area and pick that first. There is much to be said for constraining your focus and attention and going all in on one particular area of your life at a time. Once you've picked the areas of wellness that you would like to focus on, decide what would need to be different for you to give that area of wellness a 10 out of 10 score. Okay, what outcome or results would you be seeing? For example, if you were focusing on physical health, the examples of some results or outcomes may be a specific number on the scales, the ability to walk or run a certain distance, a specific average blood pressure reading, the ability to manage your type 2 diabetes without medication, a specific increase in muscle as a proportion of your body weight, just as some examples. What do you imagine you would be doing and not doing to create that result? if your physical wellness was ranked or rated rather a 10 out of 10 in your life right now. For example, you might decide that you want to use the academy to get clarity and confidence around how you want to eat for life as long as you see the number on the scale coming down. If the result or outcome that you wanted was the specific number on the scale. You might want to join a walking club or do a regular park run with a group of friends if your um, goal is to walk or run a certain distance. You might want to focus on healthy eating and more movement and stress management techniques to get your blood pressure down. You might want to look at healthy eating and cutting back on refined and processed foods to help bring your HbA1c levels down if you're type 2 diabetic so that your medical team can maybe get to the point where when you're working with them, you no longer need diabetes medication. And note, this is just would just be with working very closely and advisement from your medical team. This is not medical advice. You might decide you want to strength train at a gym three times a week for six weeks to build up more muscle as a percentage of your body weight so that you are better supporting your your bones and your skeleton as you um, go into your sort of like later years in life. Okay, and then I want you once you decided like so you decide what you want, what you would be doing to get that if that was an area was a 10 out of 10 in your life. And then I want you to be thinking, deciding what you would be thinking and feeling if doing these things was easy. Okay, what would you be thinking and feeling if doing these things was easy? Also take a moment to note that as well. And then I want you to move on to step two. So I want you to pause and think about the past 11 weeks of the year and to ask yourself in relation to the areas of wellness that you picked, what's working and what's not working? Okay, so what's working and what's not working? All right, so sticking with the area of physical wellness and what we've already looked like, this might be something like, well, what's working? I'm generally not drinking Monday to Thursday. So maybe you were having a glass of wine every day of the week and now you're generally not drinking Monday to Thursday. And take a moment to pause and celebrate and acknowledge and appreciate this. It's really important that you do that. You show yourself what's not working because we have such a greater tendency to focus on, sorry, show yourself what is working because we naturally want to talk about what's not working. Maybe you've joined a weekly yoga class and you're really thrilled about that. Just take a minute to reflect and appreciate yourself for that. Maybe you've stopped labelling foods as good or bad and you've noticed that when you eat something that you may be previously considered bad in inverted commas, you no longer feel frustrated with yourself and you're curious to learn why you wanted to eat it when it wasn't aligned with the relationship with food that you want to have or with losing weight. When it comes to what's not working, it might be something like, you know, you might think you're trying to eat healthily in a balanced eating 
for fuel and nourishment with comfort and pleasure but maybe you keep getting mixed up with what that looks like and you're not sure how much comfort and pleasure eating you can do whilst you're also losing weight maybe you plan to walk five days a week and you're not maybe you're not journaling maybe you're not following the morning routine you wanted to okay so these are things that maybe you thought you would do to help you reach one of your goals so I think this one's probably most aligned with the goal of losing weight and being a specific number on the scales so you're noticing what you're not doing which you kind of either you made a plan to do that maybe you wrote it down and you had an action plan or you just kind of thought about it in your mind that they were the sorts of things that you might be doing okay and then I want you to ask yourself what what have you learned what was going on for you here so maybe you think it feels like you can't trust yourself because you have a very good reason in the moment why you should eat something because maybe your primal brain is telling you it feels like balance because I should be able to have what I want I can have a certain amount of comfort and pleasure but then maybe you overeat and then you regret it and then you gain any weight loss back and you sort of end up in a bit of this spiral of repeating this behavior and this activity over and over and over again and that's what we often see when somebody first joins us inside of the academy is that it is tricky to really sort of get clarity around how you want to be eating and of course that's what exactly we help you with and so maybe you've learned that actually it's quite difficult to do this on your own without help and support and maybe you've learned that that's okay it's really important that whatever it is that's going on you're not judging yourself you're not berating yourself and telling yourself you should know what to do or you should be able to do it better that is never never useful it's understandable why it may feel challenging and difficult when you think about you know, your life experience up until this point in your relationship with food and how your primal brain wants to motivate you to eat for pleasure and also drives you to eat to avoid emotional discomfort and all of those things. Anyway, not really talking about that today, but just sort of like check in and ask yourself, what have you learned? What have the things that have not been working as well as the things that have been working? What have they shown you? What have you learned from them? One of the things that I did want to do more of this year or, you know, something that I was doing very much in the, I guess, more of the summer months and the early autumn months last year was a lot of walking. And I wanted to get back into that was the sort of the phrase I had in my mind this year. And I just haven't. I realised I don't want to walk in the rain or the dark and it's been dark and rainy a lot. So I've not done anywhere near as much walking as I would like to have done. If you were maybe thinking that you wanted to use a practice of journaling to help you stay intentional and focused on your weight loss goals and creating the relationship with food you want, then you know, what have you learned if you've not been doing that? Maybe you've learned that you just forget. Maybe you don't even think to journal most of the time. Um, maybe the moment passes because you tell yourself, I don't know what to journal about and I don't even know why I tell myself I should journal if I want to. Really sort of like peel back the layers and look at what is going on for you. Where are you maybe noticing some resistance and if you are feeling some resistance to doing something, ask yourself, why? What's this about? What's going on for me here? You want to try and find those unconscious thoughts that are blocking you or keeping you stuck. So if you get sticking with the journaling example, maybe you've learned that you want to get some clarity around journaling and what it looks like and how long it takes and how to do it and what the benefits are. You know, maybe you need to find some more evidence for yourself as to why you want to do it. Maybe you had an idea that you wanted to do it because it felt you know, good in some way, but you didn't get more granular than that and actually paint a picture of what that looks like for you. Or also what we often tend to tell ourselves is that we should be doing something. And any times we tell ourselves we should be doing something, 
we know there's an opportunity to dig deeper there and ask ourselves why we think we should, ask ourselves whether we actually want to, ask ourselves what that looks like, what we expect the benefits to be, all of those things. Okay. And so number three was actually to dig deeper. And I probably sort of given a little bit of an example of that. So just to sort of revisit that, when I say dig deeper, what I mean is to identify your thoughts as thoughts and to notice how you feel when you think those thoughts. Most of the time we think of our thoughts as truths, that things just are that way. We don't realise we're empowered to change them, control them, think them if we want to, stop thinking them if we don't want to. So I want you to identify your thoughts as thoughts and to notice how you feel when you think those thoughts. So let's go back to the example about walking, okay? I don't want to walk in the dark or rain feels like the truth to me, okay? So my thought was, I don't want to walk in the dark or the rain. And as I said, that feels like the truth to me. And I'm not just using that as an example here because this is like actually what I'm where I'm at right now. It honestly does feel like the truth to me and my walking has dropped off so much since last year. As I was saying, when in the sort of lighter days and summer months, I was doing a really good daily walk, really enjoying it and, you know, just wanted to continue doing that. And I didn't when the days got shorter and obviously the rain comes into it as well. And I miss it so much. And yet I still haven't found a way to talk myself into walking into the dark and or the rain. My daughter, however, also really appreciates and loves walking. She's continued walking throughout the winter, getting wet and muddy, but she knows what she gains from this is more than the messy hair and dirty clothes. Not that she's the one doing the washing, but you get my drift. And no, she doesn't go out walking in the dark, but she prioritises leaving at a time when she knows she will be back just before it's dark. Okay. And I could do that too if I just upgraded my thinking, if I got my thinking aligned with what I ultimately want instead of being stuck on focusing on the fact I don't want to get wet and walk in the dark. And this is what I mean by digging deeper. It's discovering that the stories you have around why you have or haven't been doing something are just that. They're stories. They're not truths. And this is great news because it means that you can change the story you have. And so then on to number four, what do you want to do differently? The most important word here is want. You have to align wanting to do the things that will get you the results that you want with the results that you want, okay? It's no good telling yourself that you want to lose weight and you want to be able to eat as many baked goods as you want. You should be able to have whatever cakes and biscuits and sweets and ice cream and chocolate, crisps, wine, whatever it is as you want, and you want to lose weight. Those two things aren't aligned. So you have to get yourself in alignment with wanting to do the things that will get you the results that you want. All right, because that is the truth. And that looks like you starting out by changing what you think, creating a different truth for you. So sticking with the things that aren't working. And by the way, you don't have to stick with those things that you thought might be a good idea initially. It may be that you've learned that something just isn't going to be a good fit with your life. And that's okay to let it go and come up with a new something as a solution for helping you create what you want. So some of the things I had that weren't working as an example were walking, journaling, a morning routine and deciding how I want to eat. And in fact, I think I would maybe decide to focus on just two to start with and then maybe add in another one from the following month and then plan to add in the last one the month after that. So if this was me, I would start with deciding how I want to eat and then maybe add in with that the journaling or the walking and then, as I said, add in the other areas. So deciding how I want to eat. Well, if you're in the academy, you've got the exact process and steps to walk you through that. But if you're not in the academy, 
And I would start to think about how you imagine you would be eating if you were the weight that you want to be and easily managing your weight for life. That will give you a good insight into the truth of how you want to eat. It's just a starting point, but it's going to help you. And I really encourage you to write down how you think you want to eat on paper. Okay, but if you can relate to this, just come join us in the academy because we do so much of the heavy lifting for you in that you can step out of confusion and just follow a step-by-step process that will have you trusting yourself and knowing what to do. A couple of other things when it comes to deciding how you want to eat. Make sure you don't try to decide in the moment. It rarely works. Again, I explain all of this in the academy. But I just really encourage you to start to plan your meals and food in advance. Okay, on to walking. You want to start walking in the dark and rain? I suggest you start with listing out all the reasons why you want to walk in the dark and rain. And then think about the objections your brain has and find some ways to gently talk back to yourself. You might also want to think about clothing and how you can make that easier to manage if you're getting soaked in the rain. Hair might be another concern. Essentially, you want to identify as many things as possible that are likely to get in your way and then put a strategy in place to overcome them. Maybe you decide that what would work best for you is to walk indoors and invest in a walking pad that you can have you know, somewhere in your house and you just get on, on that and you walk on that. That might be a solution for you rather than changing your thinking about walking in the dark and in the rain, you actually just sort of like, you know, find an alternative option. There's no right or wrong here. If you want to look at your morning routine, then when you're ready to focus on this, I would say start small, make the smallest possible change that you can and be consistent with that change and then build from there. That's just one approach that you might take. And then journaling. Well, again, if you're in the academy, you have tons of resources to help you with that. But if you're not, then use Google for inspiration and ideas. Don't overcomplicate it and trust that what you decide to do is right for you. Number five, then, is deciding how you can use conscious thinking to help you with what you want to do different. And we've kind of made a start with this already. Just by thinking about ways to make it work for you, you're automatically upgraded your thinking. But adding to that with more thoughts to help you is massively going to increase your chance of succeeding at doing the things you want to do. And you get to feel better about it because your thoughts behind the small actions are aligned with the results you want to create. So back to our example of deciding how you want to eat for life to be the weight that you want to be. Examples of thoughts you might want to choose to think on purpose could look like, I am the best person to figure out how I want to eat for life. Okay, I am the best person to figure out how I want to eat for life. I believe that thought is incredibly important for everyone not about some diet being right or wrong or something outside of you it's about looking inwards to you the second suggestion it will be so much easier if I plan because it will remove some of the brain chatter and confusion I keep experiencing another one when I pay attention I get to learn which foods I truly enjoy eating versus the foods I think I will enjoy eating and the last suggestion is thoughts such as these will help you to me to feel capable and empowered and a sense of ease about moving forward. Okay, so, and again, I can't suggest it enough, if you want help finding thoughts like this that work for you, please do come and join us in the Academy, because I can help you with that, and you can get personal support with whatever's going on in your life to unpick that, understand that, and help you with what you think, feel, and do to help you get the results that you want. Okay, and I won't do all of them, but some examples for walking might be walking in the rain is invigorating 
I'm prepared to feel a little bit damp and inconvenienced in exchange for a better physical and emotional well-being. Or maybe even future me in her 70s and 80s will be so grateful that I was prepared to walk in the rain. Now, these are just some suggested examples. And what I miss by diving right in and helping you with these is that you have got to practice being your own biggest mentor and supporter and trusting and knowing that your own brain is by far the best brain to help you figure out what is right for you when it comes to doing what you want to do or doing something differently. That's just as, if not more important than having a good solution, okay? It's building confidence and self-trust that you can figure out what to do differently to move you forward. Okay, so we dug in quite deep there. Definitely a podcast episode that you will want to do with the option to pause and write and reflect, I think. So just to summarize, this is what I walked you through as a process to help you take stock and answer the question, how is my year going? So number one, audit the different areas of wellness in your life. Number two, pick an area that you want to focus on and then write about, consider, evaluate what worked and what didn't work. Number three, dig deeper into understand how your subconscious thinking is creating what's working and what's not working for you. And then decide what you can learn from all of it. What have you learned? And then decide what you want to do differently going forward. That's number four. And then number five, Decide how you can use conscious thinking, what thoughts you want to think to help you with what you want to do differently. Okay. And of course, then should you want to, you can then take another area of well-being and follow the same process. And this is what I love about working on your relationship with food or your health or your weight. Everything that you learn can be applied to any and every area of your life. And you will notice many similarities between ways of thinking around food and your eating and what feels true to you in other areas of your life as well. And if you've got any questions about this episode, then please do come email us at support at weightwhispering.com and have a good week and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.